Welcome to another episode of Triathlonology. I'm Jackie Saxon. And I'm Oliver Saxon, and together we are coaches at Team Animus, a triathlon coaching team for all abilities. Today we'd like to talk about, we've been to the running show in Birmingham. We have gone to the running show pretty much every year since it first appeared, just before COVID, and we obviously missed the 2020 version, but when it came back last year, in 2022, we went down and it was a, a much smaller show with a few much more independent retailers, I just said. Yeah, I would say, I was just saying to to Oliver, I think there's been a lot bigger brands here this time, and I'm not sure whether I thought it was as good, really, because I enjoyed meeting lots of little brands last year who were just getting involved in, in running and sport and what have you, and being able to chat to them about sport, whereas the bigger brands are just focused on Selling you stuff, really. Yeah, there was definitely an element of back to normal, say, with the show today, where it wasn't exactly like it used to be in the big sort of endurance expose, where it's the bike show, the triathlon show, as it was the the XL, where it is a bit corporate and there are bigger companies there trying to gain to buy stuff. There's less of the independents who just want to chat or are quite happy to have a chat to you about your experience in running or cycling or swimming or wherever it might be. Also, obviously, there's big changes from last year because we didn't have to wear a mask. We didn't have to have a COVID pass. Temperature uh, check. Temperature check. So, in one respect, it was a lot easier. Uh, and I still enjoyed it. But, like I, like I say, I think it that misses that. Um, when you get to chat to other people who are relatively small in the industry and we all have a similar sort of problems and solutions and we're all... What all root for each other basically and want each other to do really well. I think also they listen to you in about your experience with their products so that then they can make it better the next time because you are their customer and it's what works for you. And, and if it works for you, then it's going to work for a great majority of their other customers and it's free market research, really. Two good people or good stands we spoke with today, the Mayo Master. Yeah, really good. Mayo Master produce a while well, they have a massage gun with a number of tools, but they also produce some pneumatic compression compression for your complete leg. And we got some last year in the running show actually, having tried the one and being absolutely delighted with them. But for one reason or another, and mainly user error, we never able been able to quite get them right or be able to spend any time with them because last year we were both quite ill. Quite poorly, or yeah. not on and off, or injured, injured, not necessarily able to spend time with each other or busy at work. So we didn't really get a chance to properly play with them, is the wrong word, but to try them out and work them out for ourselves. And then in the summer, and just after I'd moved house, I managed to get them onto my legs for the first time, really. And we discovered a problem with them, but to be fair to my master, they were great. They came back and fixed the problem straight away for us, sent us a, the new part in the in the courier post. And but then we just couldn't get the legs on again. We couldn't you get know, the legs to fit our legs. Because we were thinking, have his legs grown? You know, have we got fat? I know we've put weight on, but surely not that much weight. Um, and we really, we both felt a bit daft, didn't we? Yeah. So I just emailed them and said, okay, well, I'd quite like to 
bring their compression legs with us on Sunday when we visit the running show because I'm quite sure this is a case of user error and that it's out us not doing it properly. But if it is something more technical wrong with the products, then at least you'll be there with some stock and we'll be able to swap it and save the courier charges and all that stuff involved. Like, yeah, yeah, bring them down. So we made it our first protocol. We were here for just after nine, and uh, that was the first uh, stand that we went to. Guess what? It was user error. Big user error. Yeah, we weren't putting them on the legs properly or on the right leg because the side that right has to go on the outside, which we appreciated. But at least now they fit. And I am looking forward to making a part of my recovery routine while I'm watching football or Grey's Anatomy or whatever it might be that we're watching. Yeah, because we're gonna, we we also bought last year um, the good with all the attachments and what have you. And although I have used that and I think it is really good, we've, we've decided we're going to have a rotation basis. So one week I have the gun and all the, the tackle and Oliver has the um, legs. And the week after we're going to do a swap. Yeah, we see it as a fair way to divide it. Up, yeah, really. I think it does, yeah. And the second company that we spoke to that had a real a lot of time to chat to us was Hoob. And we've spoken to Dino before um, at great length. Yeah. Hoob and yeah. travel long journey to triathlon and cycling and wetsuits and where they've come from. And in fact, in the in our chat with him, I discussed that I was going to buy some heated trousers, but not necessarily just for triathlon or for running just to go to a football match and to keep my legs warm in the winter that's what I've been doing when it's been yeah because he did find that hilarious but he thought it was a great idea and he'd do it himself he did he did but it's not really been that cold but maybe two, two or three times it's been cold when we've been to a football match so on both occasions I've put my heated trousers on and it just looks strange when you have to take your trousers off at a football match to plug the batteries in yeah because it's a good jump that uh, everybody knows has sat around else you'd be arrested. But, you know, again, when I press the little button and it goes red and my legs are so toasty and warm and it keeps me warm pretty much up until about 80 minutes when, about when you include full time, half time into it. So not quite the full match, but it does a job. And I could 100% see how that would be beneficial from a performance point of view because you've got the the trousers heating up your legs and getting the blood flowing to the yeah you know, and your muscles muscles up yeah making them nice and supple and, and ready to to go into action but and um, I wanted to see if I could make them last longer than an hour and a half because while that'd be fine when I'm you know before an event like trying to warm up whatever and selfishly and from another point of view when you're at the football match an hour and a half is really long enough particularly if it's going to get cold so. And went to the oops down and yeah. tried to find somebody who could assist us and we got pointed to this young fella and we just started. I kept thinking to myself, I'm sure I've seen his face somewhere before. But anyway, I didn't say anything. Then we just chatted. He was telling me that you know, thoughts about tickets about when he watched it when he goes to Derby match him but he'd not done it yet, although having listened to my testimony, he was gonna go and try it himself and that he'd be part of the design team for him, what have you heard? He explains the different modes. So I'd got it on red hot mode, but I could take it down to like a medium mode on a blue button and then a green mode for really low. And it's, blue will take my legs to about 35, 36 degrees, which is going to be more than ample to keep it all well in the football. Maybe not quite as toasty as I am now, but they full last lot so I could probably then deal with that. I'd maybe just turn them down at half time to try and get to last. Anyway, 
at the end, I mean, then his conversation goes on drifted into lamenting how football is such a dinosaur dealing with new technologies and we don't want to incorporate them when they get stuff completely wrong initially um, like Ricardo seats that are heated but actually no part of the footballer that does any kind of muscular activity are, are heated by the Ricaro seats and their reluctance to give things a try or even yeah, give things a try or just have a go you know, they'll spend £100,000 a week on a player but not 200 quid on a pair of trousers. They yeah. are actually on sale at the moment. If well, they were at the time of recording this episode, they are on sale and they are less than half price. Then I would highly recommend. Same with the battery packs. Yeah, an extra battery pack. That might be my answer. Actually. Yeah, just get an extra battery pack. Yeah. Um, so we had a chat to him, and then he said, "Oh well, you know, if you, because we'd shown some interest in it, we're bringing out another another version in the summer, and we'll eventually move to graphene heating. But if you go." We're changing the battery packs. If you send me an email, we should be able to send you some updated battery packs mm. here so that you're not they're not dying as fast as they once were. And all off, thank you very much, but I can. Off he went to write his email address. Anyway, it's David Bishop. Yeah, David Bishop. I we thought I said to all in there, there's no wonder I thought I know his face. Now, if you're not if you're new to triathlon, you're not familiar with who David Bishop is. He was in the performance program at the same time as Ali and Johnny Brownlee and he, and his brother Tom. Yeah, because the tr- he's a twin. David left triathlon before the other three and, and has been quite happy working away at Hoob, doing tech and design and improving all stuff for cycling and for triathlon. And he was such a nice fellow. He was no, like, big-time Charlie. He's an absolutely nice. really nice young man. And happy to chat about wearing heated trousers at a football match. But those two were really, really great. Were you off those lady as well? We, we, yeah. So when we coach on the, the pool side, we'd be wearing our ophos that we used to wear at home because walking up and down on the tile floor... For two hours is... Two hours at a time can take some battering on your feet and the ophos just help relieve that. And we middle our mission, haven't we? When we came to the running show, that we were going to treat ourselves to some new overalls so we could have some at home and have some in the pool bag so we didn't have to miss out. And we got chatted to the overall lady who was also yeah. really, really nice and friendly and wanted to know about us and what we were doing and how we're coaching. She was also something coached and coached in all falls as well. Yeah, she was in a, in a performance squad in America. Yeah, she did. I will also have to say that for me, one of the one of the best stands was Rundewear. Now, it's probably no interest whatsoever to men, but you've all got wives, and that probably be a lot of ladies listening. Yeah, ladies listening to this. I I was determined because last year I'd been um, and I did want to queue up and wait for to have a have a bra fitting. I just bought what my normal size, and while it's been okay, I thought, well, this time I am definitely going to go. And be fitted for um, for a running bra because it is really important for ladies to wear the right bra for running in. And you see so many people, and I was chatting in the queue when I was stood waiting waiting my turn, and we're all saying that we see people, ladies running, and we want to stop and shout, "Go and get yourself fitted for a proper bra. You'll be a lot more comfortable." And it's probably not what you wanted to hear, but it's very important. It makes your ex- Running experience, so much more pleasant. So much more pleasant. I can't emphasize that enough. And I think it's what puts 
a lot of young women off, especially in you know as, as they get into be te- uh, teenagers and uh, you know they've gone through puberty and it, it is a it is a barrier to them and I think it should be talked about a lot more. And anyway, I all the ladies who were um, expert fitters for underwear were so lovely, and I was absolutely amazed because I would never ever ever have bought a bra in that size. Never. And it felt so much more comfortable. And they hadn't got one in stock. So she said, don't worry about that. We've got, we can't give you one here at the at the show, but we can order one online. It'll be posted to you and you'll get it on Tuesday. So at no extra cost to you. And I also got a half price pair of shorts. And everybody on that stand was really, really helpful. I think that's, Going to places like that, you get to know about different stuff. And I've always been a shock absorber uh, bra fan before, but they are so difficult to get on. And if you're a woman, you'll know what I mean. But the Rundwear ones, absolutely amazing. I'm really looking forward to, to, to actually going for a running one. And maybe on another podcast, I'll give you an update of what I thought. So there are a lot of play. you know, it's worth going to shows because... You get to see different styles. You get to see different sorts of things that are, are, are being popular. And also, you get great advice. Yeah, there's some really good people that are quite happy to stand and give you some advice. They'll phone it, but don't expect you to buy the product. And it shows what type of community there is really in endurance sport, triathlon, and running, certainly. Also, the amount of events that you don't know exists. Yeah, all, we, I couldn't believe how many ultra events are not. But also, offbeat type events like running on secret roads in London. Uh, and secret roads in York. Secret roads in York, yeah. You know, if you're not into running for performance or for being fit, but you're into running for keeping yourself healthy. Yeah, and enjoying. Yeah, then I can see how really those kind of events. Yeah, they look really, really interesting. And I thought, if I lived in London, I'd be off on one of them. Same as I thought. If I lived in York, I'd be going to to um, you know on one of those on one of those runs as well because they all look really swanky. You know, they're not competitive, but they're not they're not designed for people who want to be competitive. Are they? No, you know what? Just want to get out with their friends and have a run and have a good time and learn something new, as well as running. You know, learn something new about your surroundings. Lots of like Oliver says, lots of um, ultra running events, which. And off-road, I thought maybe we, we were both debating whether it's because... Because I've never seen that, that amount of trail and, and ultra events at shows before. Or equipment related to trail. Yeah, exactly. And we wondered whether it was because during COVID, people had gone out exploring and doing different running and thinking, well, I'll just give this a go. And, and it's got really, really popular. Because obviously we like triathlon mainly, so we're not really... Looked, but I can understand why people enjoy that because living where we live, it's like the freedom into being yeah. on your own in the countryside, able to enjoy where you live, yeah. and enjoy or enjoy where you're running on your own or with a small yeah. group of friends, and mm. not being pounding the streets in a city or a town. We were burned once yeah. on a trail running crawl malls. Yes, I have to say, having nearly got had to fetch five and Sam's for things like that. Yeah, but. Oh, interested in it. No, me neither, but Fire and Sam would have been no use because our mobile phones didn't have a signal or nothing. And and we hadn't even told my husband where we were going. 
So we would have been stuck in quick, I want to say quick, quick mud or wherever it's called. And we were, we were, we were really panicking. So it's, it does all the great deal of enthusiasm. I'm not really enthusiastic about it, but I can see how other people like it. I had some nice Adidas trail shoes that I wore for that time. No one since. No. But no, it's not, it would have to be something that would get me going back out there. I'm so muddy. And I know this makes me sound like a, a bit of a child, but I'm into getting muddy when I'm out running. Like, I don't know how you get mucky because you're sweating and whatever you want. No. I'm getting muddy for getting muddy sakes, not for me. Me it's neither. I'm play football. Yeah. And also, lots of people, lots of new nutrition people. Yeah, nutrition stuff. And our old favourites coming back out because we hadn't seen them for a long time. Yep, but, talk. Yep. Yeah, talk gels here. Some of the tastiest on the market, but I haven't seen them for a long time. Any. So we were, you know, we went over to the to that stand and we it made sure that um, rhubarb crumble gel is still this. In fact, it's better. We would say it were better. No, it's rhubarb and custard, and it's apple crumble. They were. We would say they were both better than when we last tried them, which is must be well prior to COVID anyway. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so they've been born to us, listed by when we get close to race time, or just order up the internet from them and get them delivered to to the house. We obviously see that we haven't seen for a bit. Oh, we tried some stuff from the Athletic Brewing. That was really nice. So I, I'm not a drinker. But I have a glass of wine every week or whatever. But, I, you know, we go out, I don't drink. I'm not into alcohol as such. And mainly the choices were alcohol-free beer or really drink or anything that tastes nice. Mainly Erdinger. which... Which appears on the end of every triathlon or every big triathlon that you go to, which is yeah. very welcome. Yeah, because you get a pint of Erdinger. That's really nice. Well... Have you been in Barcelona for New Year when we did the 10K there? Yeah. And they gave us, we all got several cans of Australia. Yeah. Non alcoholic Australia. So there was the Freedom, the Rattler version yeah. of it, and also the Tostado one. The Tostado one was delicious. There. Really, really nice. And I don't drink either. So I'd... Definitely. It's like 28 quid for a case of 12 and it was 41 cents in Spain. Oh, I'm not paying that. So finding that, because we also know um, Tim and Dave from the drinks I did. Yeah. Uh, we've known them a long time. Maybe yeah. since we first read it. Yeah, it's true. They have a website now where they non alcoholic and recovery drinks and that kind of thing available on their website. And I'd seen when I last went on to buy something that they've got athletic brewing on there and heard a lot about them. I thought I'd just get a few cans to try it. But they been sold out. So when I saw them at the show, then I thought, well, we'll give that a try because now I yeah. know when I go and buy something from yeah. Tim and Dave, like, I'll enjoy it. And you can go in there. Yeah, they really are. Go in the fridge, something you can have in a last summer's day in the garden after you've been trained with all its rehydrating properties. Yeah, I think one of our one of the things that we're really we're glad that we're still still there. We we we're able to stock stock up on flat jackery. Yes, our favourite flapjack. Keeps everybody else happy when we go to these things. Yeah, because we have we really we buy it for our better halves because I'm gonna say other halves because they're not better. That's gonna get me in trouble. But um they really like us to bring it home so that they can have a nice cake flapjack thing, um, with their cup of tea. So, um yeah, we're glad to see that they were there. But no peanut butter. No, no no there's usually a plethora of people offering you. Oh, maybe the butter, but no, 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 not this time. 
free this free this peanut butter from Cornwall. We're not getting paid to say this, but from this peanut butter from Cornwall is the best peanut butter I've ever had. Yeah, absolutely. Could recommend, highly recommend that. Especially with sea salt. Even if you want to be a bit bourgeois, they do one with chilli in it and it goes really good on avocado on toast. Well, there you are. Yeah, bourgeois status there from me. And then when they were coming out, we saw that there was the cycling show booked in for the summer, but I think that probably clashes with an event, so we don't want to come to that. But it's nice to see that these big events are starting to come back again and that they're encouraging people to get into sport. Yeah, because it is, it's important that people do start to... I mean, I know people found different things to do because of COVID, but with the, everything that's going off in the world, you can't beat sport, running, cycling, swimming. You know, one of the other things that I did we did talk about while we were at, at the show, and it was a common thing, but Lady at Master said... She uh, she wants to she did triathlon. Would it like swimming? I'm explain to her about what, how we coach our uh, our athletes in six weeks to go from zero to a thousand, you know, um, five hundred to a thousand meters. Yeah, on their ability. Yeah, we've got our swim camp coming up in February that we're really looking forward to because yeah. in like three days we'll be able to help people change the swimming, but not only just change the swimming, change their relationship with swimming. Yeah. So it's not something that they think that they're crap or think that they can't enjoy making something that they know that they can do and they're good at doing it and that they enjoy doing it. And yeah. Like we said before, the more you enjoy doing something, the more you'll go back and doing it. But it really was a common thing that yeah. other people were yeah, cause the, the... really unsure about how about while swimming and that it was putting them off from doing anything more. It's really sad that because the ladies at uh, the bra fitting lady, I told when we got talking about me doing triathlons and what have you. And uh, she says, "Oh, it's a sw- I can't." She says, "I can swim, but as it makes me, I'm scared." She says, "I know, I know, it's all uh, irrational." She says, "But you know, it's the fear of doing it." I said, "And I, and I explained to her how we how we go." She said, "Well, I wish I lived nearer because I would come." And you think, why are other people getting you know taking the approach that we've got? If you don't live near us, good news, still come on our. Swimming cap, and if this is after the if this is a broadcast after we've been in our swimming cap, we have our triathlon, triathlon retreat camp in April. in April. And we have at least four sessions on the triathlon camp swimming. We can always do extra ones if people want them, yeah, there because the swimming pool are very accommodating and it's not a problem usually to book extra it's last minute. And we can really help you. Get over. Yeah, a way, another thing that somebody spoke to us about this week was saying that they didn't think they were good enough to have a coach. They liked doing triathlon, but they didn't think that they were good enough for a coach. Well, everybody's good enough for a coach. Yeah. Why you're limiting, whatever your ability, does not mean that you cannot be better at it, even if it's just learning how to perform the swim stroke better. Yeah. Or to balance your week better so you get your more for your, more out of your training and if you balance it against your life and your personal and your work and what have you. Coaching isn't just to make good people better. Coaching is there to help everybody improve improve and enjoy it. So if you are somebody who thinks, oh, I'm really interested, I you know I really like triathlon, but I'm just not good enough for a coach. You are hundred percent good enough for a coach and a good coach will help you get better. 
no matter your ability. Uh, exactly. So if you're interested, this is a shameless plug. Send us a message. We can't plug ourselves in this old podcast. Oh, yeah. But send us a message. Well, Oliver, I think we might have gone on for long enough now. Yes, so we'll be back with another episode shortly. But until then, I'll see you. See you then.